said it a lot on this podcast like you just have to hammer this specific edge as hard as you can because it will not last forever like What's up, everybody? GP13 back with you with the Saturday episode, which is a little more, um, it's a little more informal. It's not going to be deep into theory, you know, um, but we're going to try and make it quick and value add because Saturdays people don't, you know, have better stuff to do, but 10 minutes here or there, that's what I want to, what I want to hit you with. It was pretty obvious to me what I wanted to do this episode on. I try and make these evergreen. Uh, So, but basically like a big edge in the DFS space has, and this is the DFS pick'em space, which is really just sports betting, has been patched like mostly. And this is, you know, I'm talking about being able to have fixed payout correlated parlays, sites like underdog prize picks, right? Recently, underdogs kind of came down. Underdog really came down pretty hard on uh, players who were correlating their entries, and yeah, that's basically it. They've they've now kind of put the hammer down so hard that it doesn't really feel like a viable. It's a viable strategy, but it's really for for small potatoes, right? So two things, two things. First of all, they're giving you, they're still allowing you to correlate on the entries. And even though, you know, you're frustrated, you can only bet $20 on NFL. I don't know. I'd love to come back to this, uh, this podcast in a couple of years and just like one, you know, be in amazement and the fact that underdog would only allow people to bet $20 on NFL, but, um, no, it's not really shot at, at underdog. They have a hard job. And I think the right answer for their job was to figure out how to price correlation better. Uh, like we had Brad on from hot streak, like they're doing, and they're just not really at that stage where they can do it. And they were losing a lot of money. So they plugged the hole. Basically they plugged the hole without really fixing it. Anyway, they're still allowing you about $20, bet that $20, right? Do it as much as you can. You're still going to be able to get a couple hundred dollars down on these correlated parlays in the NFL. I think they still allow them, not 100% sure, but there's stuff that you can still do. If you have the time, bet it. You know, there's still higher ROI spots for low dollar amount bets. Those are still good bets because if you think about this, like, we were in a space where we're like, oh, is prize picks like even worth it for us? You know, betting four hundred dollar entry on on prize picks, and we could get like a ten k straight bet on you know one of the regular books, right? But our ROI on straights was like four percent or something, five percent head heads or something, and which is great. That's, you know, here's where my math sucks, 500 bucks. And then playing, you know, a $400 entry on prize picks or underdog or whatever it is. When I last checked my underdog ROI was 77%. So it's not that different. 
you know, small bets with har- har- eh, small bets with high ROIs are just as valuable as big bets with low ROIs, or it's just whatever the EV of the bet is. So make sure like you don't get lazy because it's it's a smaller bet amount. Because if your edge is huge, it's still worth it, and if you still have time to do it, it's still worth it. Like maybe there's only a few good uh 10k bets we could take each day what are we doing for the rest of our time like you still want to max out your wins right and that's going to be taking all of the opportunities that you can you know reasonably take right so still take the the bets but what i the, the second thing i wanted to talk about was you know what's next and look like this was a good strategy if you weren't using this strategy or if you're like happy that it's gone I don't necessarily agree with you, but it was clearly a strategy that was going to come to an end. And I've said it a lot on this podcast, like you just have to hammer this specific edge as hard as you can because it will not last forever. Like if you just got into the space during this DFS uh, boom with like prize picks and underdog, which probably around this year you'd be getting in, like you haven't gone through periods of time where your edge is, you know, in the low single digits. And that's kind of normal for for bigger markets. And that's also okay, right? And it's going to feel really, really hard to transition to that. A few things will happen. One, you'll go through much longer losing streaks. And it's going to be like, if you've only played... DFS pick them with ROIs in the you know 20% plus range you haven't really experienced what losing is like and I don't it feels like I'm lecturing you but you really haven't because if you just pull out like if you run like 10,000 sims and you like you comp what your biggest downswings are going to be when you're like betting a, pushing like a three percent edge even if it's a lower variance bet to if you're you know ripping 30 percent plus and there's like a hundred correlated parlays you can place a day there's people who just have never had a losing month and that's awesome but like that doesn't really that doesn't really exist in traditional sports betting like kind of that we've had very few if you put in volume and you pick good spots like you can minimize the number of losing months, but like it'll still happen. And I mean, playing tournament poker was probably the best thing I could have done because now nothing seems like a downswing. Like you barely have a losing month in tournament poker. You could have, you could lose for like six months straight. It was terrible. So one thing I would say is like, do your best to reset your expectations because there's still a lot of money to be made. And if you think about like the compounding effects of having even like a 5% edge, they're massive. And that's much better than, you know, being invested in the market or whatever. Like what you can do with a 5% edge is still amazing. And this edge was never going to last forever. You know, you can regret that you didn't blast it. I don't think that necessarily serves you, but you should remember, you should remember this. So the next time something comes along like this, you step on it even harder, right? That's the only takeaway. Take that away reset like okay i'm gonna be winning at a lower rate that's okay i'm not gonna hit the panic button when i have like a long stretch of losses right totally fine 
and you know what? Maybe, maybe there's like a ton of these sites that pop up and it's still good for another six months or a year. Like that could also be the case. But if that's the case, I want to make sure like you're, if that happens, max it out because now you know that this stuff doesn't last forever and that eventually these books, they get tired of handing out free money. And that's what this was. Like, I don't, it doesn't really matter if the edge is easy or not easy. There's no like morality or it's not cool to be at a hard edge and it's lame to, you know, click a couple buttons and win, click the buttons, win, you know, that's super important. But at the end of the day, like what really matters is that you max your value now and then you just reset to the present situation, handle it as best you can. So if it means that we get a couple more months of this, great, hammer it. If this is kind of the end, great, reset your expectations, go out, hunt for different edges, talk to other betters in the space, ask what they are doing. You know, there's plenty of other ways to win than just like fixed payout, correlated parlays. So anyway, that's this episode. Hope everybody has a great weekend and I will see you on the next episode.